everyone, and welcome to episode 25 of Bases Loaded. Got a lot of quarter catch up on mark. here. Yep, quarter century mark and big episode. Some we got some great players in MLB War number 25. Derek Lee, one of my dad's Barry favorite. Bonds, maybe Barry Bonds. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, we missed a lot of stuff past two weeks. I'd say um, some free some free agent signings. Trevor Bauer just signed with the Dodgers three years. I think it was like a hundred, a little over a hundred million dollars. Two hundred two million dollars in it. The it's very interesting. I actually. In episode 21, I said that he was going to the Dodgers. Um, so if you want to check Whoa. back, go there. Minute 39, you can check it out. Um, both, he has an opt-out in his deal after the first and second year, which is interesting, which I thought that it would be – I thought he would just sign like a one-year deal, um, but I, it's you know, somewhat similar. That, no, um, not and, similar at all. <laughs> was that was a bad take. Uh, uh, it's a very bad take. Anyway, I guess he was the Dodgers. Um, so, yeah. And also, Nolan Arenado finally got traded um, out of the Rockies. He's been in trade talks for a very long time now, over a year. And we'll get there. Finally, he got moved over to the Cardinals. Cardinal, Rockies didn't really get much back in return, just a handful of prospects, none that are really – that great um but it was mostly just a salary dump even though the cardinals did take on 50 million of his salary which was also it was just a bad trade for the rockies all around. the rockies took on 50 million yeah, yeah. and they, the rockies uh, are paying much of his salary. yeah so the rockies definitely like lost this trade and they're it, they had to get rid of arenado um, somehow so uh, i don't jacob what do you think definitely lost this trade i mean Here's the thing. The Rockies are nowhere close to contending right now. Okay, but here's the thing. Is that, yes, the Rockies had to get rid of him, and they did, which is, I guess, what they wanted to do. But it's just a bad situation for them. You know, they had, it's just the uh, but they've been MVP in this caliber bad, player that they had to get rid of. They've I been think, in a bad situation for so long. Yeah, it was about they, time. The Rockies messed up over the last, like, two, two or three years because they haven't spent money well at all, wasting it on bad bullpen arms and just trying to rely on a pretty good offense, but an offense with lots of holes in it to carry them. And they haven't been in the playoffs since, I mean, they were in the 2018 wildcard game. They won that and then made the NLDS, but that team clearly was not contending (laughs) Um, for a World Series, and they really just haven't been able to add to that. So the, the mistakes they've made were the last two or three years. Um, the trading Arenado had to happen. The longer they wait, the less they were going to get. And I think that given the circumstance that they found themselves in at the start of this offseason, the Arenado trade was about as good as they could have done since they were able to give away most of the salary and still get some half prospects back. So obviously not an ideal situation for Rockies fans, but given the situation they were in, I think they did about as well as they could have. I feel like it's just like in hockey, like, you know, like clearing the puck in a power play, you know, it's not an ideal situation, but you got But they aren't on a power play <laughs> at all. No, I'm saying, I'm they're saying. They're like the opposite saying, of Yeah, they're, they're like, they're, they're one man short and they have to clear, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. The penalty kill on the penalty kill now. You're supposed to clear the puck. That's what you're supposed to. Do. So yes, I don't know. That's uh, 
I don't know how well that analogy works. <laughs> they really, they just had two good players, and the rest of their team was horrible. So and they may get rid of Trevor. They may get rid of Trevor Story too. He's in some big possibility. They they should because it would make sense to, their, to keep him. I mean, assuming they're starting a rebuild, which it seems like they are and they should be, then you they think they got to get rid of like Herman and uh, some others. Herman Marquez. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure he has as much value, near as much value as Arenado or Story. Yeah, um, I I agree with that. That would make totally maybe they keep him just for the fans to stay involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's uh, is who's the longest tenured Rocky now? I guess it's a good question. Probably Story. Blackman. 2017. Yeah, Blackman maybe. Blackman. Oh oh yeah, certainly. Jake they might like Scott Oberg maybe something like no, that. No, it's it's gotta be. Jacob, Jacob what, yes. would you say, what would you say like the the five most important things are going into a rebuild like what would you, what would you say? five what would you, five no like how would you how would you rank these how would you rank international signings compared to scouting for the draft compared to having enough finance to sign people in free agency so i think i mean that's interesting because there's lots of different ways to do it you kind of got to choose one or two areas to focus on to be great at. The Astros barely made any trades. They developed Altuve, Correa, Springer, all those guys. Bregman, Gurriel was a free agent signing. They didn't really have to make trades, but it also took them a couple years longer than, say, the Cubs really didn't have to, didn't take as long from when Theo actually actively started the rebuild because they made a couple, the big Addison Russell trade was one. Jeff Smartman. The agent signings. Yeah, the other trade. And then they yeah. also spent big money on Lester and Hayward and such. So there's obviously different ways to do it. The White Sox were heavily focused on making trades um, and international signings. So it really depends on um what you start with like the white Sox started with a couple guys signed the team-friendly deals that had trade value the rockies are in a similar spot with story at least having a lot of trade value marquez having reasonable trade value and then a couple guys maybe freeland blackman mcmahon having a little bit so they could definitely not yeah not a ton but a little bit of value so they could uh Make, probably make one tr- big trade to get a couple of good prospects. And then after that, I don't think that international signings are going to be very easy for them. They really don't have a history of signing interna- good international players. I don't think a lot of international players want to go live in Colorado. Um, and it's just not really known as a, de- a destination for them. They don't have a huge, huge payroll. They've never really had a huge payroll. They don't have a ton of money for free agents. So I think for the Rockies, drafting's got to be it because yeah. they've shown that they've been pretty good in drafting. Uh, I'm looking at their fan drafts page right now. Eight of the nine guys in their starting lineup currently were drafted by them. Three of their five predicted starters were drafted by them. So they, they've been good at drafting and developing young players. So I think that's going to be their main focus, um, and that's what it should be. They've been so bad with free agent signings over the past few years with the McGee deal and the Wade Davis deal. So, yeah. And they, and they got a, a bright little star, I think, in Zach Veen. 
they drafted him. Yeah, they drafted him in 2020. He's a he just out of high school. I think he's very good. I don't like. I don't know much about the. I, I'm just saying, I maybe there's, there's some guys from the draft class like Robert Hassel mm-hmm. with the Padres, who I wish the Cubs got in the Darvish trade. Zach Veen, I think he's the centerpiece that the Rockies are going to intend to build think, around. Maybe when Zach Veen that... wins MVP, we'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> and Zach with a ZAC. Oh, so, ew. Yeah, a little stinky. He's Horrible got, uh, person. Yeah, I already hate him. He's a huge power hitter at Coors Field. He could hit 50 home runs, I think. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a high school guy, so it'll be a while. Online is different, yeah. It's going to be a while for the Rockies. So I think, honestly, a high school guy in this draft fits better with their timeline. Brendan Rodgers is a very highly touted prospect coming up, and I guess still is, but how do you think he'll pan out? He's He's been – he's had some time, honestly. He's been up for a while. Yeah, it's like – is. Same thing with like Forrest Whitley. I feel like he's been in like the top 30 prospects for like forever since for like five years now, it seems like he's the Astro, he's an Astros pitcher. Um, him and Brendan Rogers, I feel like just like I know Brendan Rogers got called up and there was like a kind of like, oh, he's and I, he was bad. I know that he was bad. And I think he's just going to keep falling and falling and eventually just mm. not. He did not look that good. So he's a year younger and has not really had as much time in the big leagues. So I think he's still more likely than Rogers to pan out. Yeah. But I also think Whitley had an injury or two. So okay. and with a pitcher. So you never know. But yeah, Rogers has been 2015 first round pick and really hasn't done much um, so far in the big leagues. Just been not able to hit well it, at Coors Field, which is never a good sign. So, yeah. I mean, I think he'll be a fine defensive, speedy second base type, hits 260 for – he could stay in the league for a long time doing that, but he really is not going to be the power-hitting shortstop, I think, that they were expecting. Um, one more thing about the Rockies farm system, which I am torn over. They traded – Taryn Vavra for Michael Givens last year. Taryn Vavra, brother of, I mean, Chicago, yeah, Chicago Dogs, best player of all time, arguably. I mean, Keon Barnum one year. Keon Barnum. Yeah, Yeah. but like, if we're talking, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, You know, uh, longevity. Most consistent longevity. Uh, Trey Vavra was something else. I mean, easily the best player in their inaugural season. Oh, yeah. And his brother, Taryn who is now a Baltimore Oriole, which is exciting. I think someone to watch out for on the Rockies is Josh Fuentes. I read an athletic article about him like a couple years back and like talking about how he's Arenado's cousin and how he really wasn't a highly touted, came up in the minor leagues and he, he was doing really well. And I mean, last year he hit really well for, he only had about a hundred at bats, but he hit 306 with an OPS of 759. So, I mean, Plays third base, I could see him kind of pan out. Only 27 still. It could be, a, you know, a little bit of a late Only 27. I mean, it could be a late bloomer, you know. There's always some of those guys that come up, so. 27 is your prime age. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, what do you think? Do you think, Josh? I feel I feel like Josh Fuentes could be good. It was Don't. worth over one win last year. 1.1 war. Um, But... Jordan, they have Jordan Sheffield, Justice Sheffield's brother. Oh, wow. Another, another family member. Family, yeah. So, that's becoming a lot more popular in, 
in yeah. baseball. Taryn Vop. What's, what's going Vop. on with uh the Marlins prospect, the Victor, Victor Mesa Victor? and Victor Victor Mesa? Are they like well one of them be a while. one of them was Victor bad. Junior was never is good. Victor Victor, I think, has not been able to hit in the United States at all. He hasn't been yeah, able he's... to hit in the minors. Okay. Victor Victor Victor's not even ranked on their top thirty. Victor Mesa Jr. is twenty eight. What wow. happened? Yeah, he up. was they were like the top one of them was like the, the top prospect heading into the international. What happened is it's really they're still hard. like 19. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to predict how 16 year olds are going to be. Well, and that's not always true because um, what's his name for the, the Rays? Uh, Wander. Wander. Yeah. Like okay. everyone knew that he was going to be amazing. Yeah. Was like, because Wander hit 350 and is a switch hitting God. Like, yeah. like, I just don't he, think he's it's very it. easy. Well, also, Victor Victor is 24. Actually. Oh, really? Victor Jr. is still 19. So, like, if he can't, if he's struggling to hit, he still has some more time. I didn't realize Victor Victor yeah, was that. Old, I, did. Yeah. I thought they were like, well, that's like, down. that's 24. like Cespedes. Isn't See, wait, one is thing. Yolike? Yolike one th- is 23, isn't he? Yolike. Yolike, yeah. What, wait, one more interesting thing. Victor Mesa, Victor Victor Mesa is the older one, but not the not Victor Mesa Jr. Yes. That's interesting, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait. Because usually okay. the eldest son is the the junior. Yes. Like Scotty Pippen Jr. Got it. Donald Trump Jr. That was, yeah, that is weird, actually. Jeff Wyman yeah. Jr. <laughs> yeah, Victor Victor. He's the only brother or only. His best you know. season um in Cuba, he only hit seven home runs. He had, did not hit any home runs um, in 116 games in 2019. So definitely, clearly not a power hitter. And his OBP was only 274. So, I mean, he's already 24. That's that a was pretty in, bad season. That was in mostly what did he- IA. So yeah, he's pretty, looks like he's pretty much fizzled out disappointing that is very disappointing i mean i don't know it could always turn around but at 24 that is yeah i mean what is it like so, sometimes these international free agents that sign a little bit later just how did what well they with a cuban guys sign later because it's not easy for them to get out of the country so yeah. once they get out of the country a lot of the times um they're like focusing their focus is on like emigrating and they have to take six months off of baseball to try to do to like work with that so a lot of times stuff like that happens or they show up and they're 30 pounds lighter because they just haven't been able to keep their training standards up mm-hmm. um and then a lot of the times these guys dominate the cuban league jose Abreu hit like 40 home runs in a 70 game cuban league season Jeez. when he was like 20 or something insane like that but that that just shows that the Cuban league pitching is just so volatile and just really so far below the MLB standard that it's really difficult to predict how someone's going to adjust a guy who can just make contact with an 85 mile an hour pitch and hit a line drive may, may be able to adjust the 95 may not. And there's just really not a way to tell until they get out of Cuba and get into the, United States uh, farm system leagues. So, I mean, it's just really, really difficult to judge. Mm-hmm. That, that is interesting how just the, the difference. Um, 
And I'm surprised that, do you think we could see more international uh, prospects from the Cuba and the Dominican, like maybe try to go over and like play in Japan as like, like you said, like just to give themselves an opportunity to show that they could hit those. Let me ask you this. I don't know the answer to this, but what do you think is easier for a Cuban guy to get to Japan or to get to the United yeah. States? It, it might be Japan. I mean, just yeah. based on. I highly doubt it's Japan. I, I know, but like. It's expensive to get there. Like they're yeah. just, a lot of Cubans still take boats I don't over know how to many... Florida and come here and yeah. they're still kind of poor. Who, who's, didn't Oscar Kosas, where is he Colas. from? Colas. Where is he from? He's Cuban. Yeah, he's Cuban, and he's playing in Japan right now. So, do you think like we could? It's not that's one example. Yeah, it's not impossible. There's guys that have done it, but I mean, he. It's definitely Unlikely. an option. I don't know. I don't know of any other guys other than Colos that have done that. Um, so I'm not sure how common that is. But he, especially kind of since in recent years. Cuba's opened up a little bit. It's a little bit easier to get in and out than it used to be. I think it's possible that you start seeing guys, um, Cuban players go to Asia. But I mean, when there's a Dominican league and a Mexican league and a Venezuelan league, there's really not a huge sense of urgency for them to do that. Um, when they, hey, when is it easier than, is it easier? Latin America. Is it easier for them just to like go to the Dominican for the winter? Like, can you? Oh, absolutely. Them? Okay. Then to get then because to to get to Asia you have to fly. Right. So, for them to be able to afford that before yeah. signing a professional contract is extremely unlikely. Um, oh, how many want to have, have the desire to either? Plus, what? who's what Japanese teams or any Asian teams are no. negotiating with? Right players from there because they'd like to have the money locked up that like okay i'm got a contract set up with the team there when you know there's a lot of major league scouting in those areas so they've got the deal set up and they're making money and you know, asian leagues situation. have limits on the number of foreign players too so true that it's not like a japanese team could kind of set up some sort of pipeline where they send two scouts to the cuba and they take five good players every year just because they, they really have to limit those spots, um, those international spots on those teams and make sure that they kind of like maximize the value out of them. Like that, the, we, while watching the KBO, we noticed that the, uh, that the American guy or the Latin American guy that they had was almost always the best hitter on the team. El Rojas. Yeah, Roberto Ramos, Jose Fernandez. Um, El Rojas. Yeah, so... It, a team uh, like an Asian team is not going to want some like young 19 year old prospect taking up one yeah. of those spots. They don't want to develop. Their job is not to develop players that are going to go play in the United States. Right? Bit, the Asian teams want to win that. It's a little bit of a weird question, but do Canadian players do, do if they're not drafted out of high school, then do most of them go play in college in the United States? Because yeah. I don't. Okay, yeah. that would. Make I'm sure sense. there's a couple Canadian college baseball leagues, but most would just go to the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do MLB teams like it's scout cool. those Canadian college teams? Probably not. Maybe they might have one guy. Uh, they might have like their Seattle scout go up to Vancouver, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Detroit scout go up to Toronto, but. 
they probably focus more on Canadian high school guys and then they can kind of track, know, track them, know where they are. Also, by the, it's a lot easier, obviously, to look up like college baseball stats, college baseball rosters in high school. So by the time of draft quality players in college, MLB teams know about them from scouting them in high school or even just like looking up college baseball stats. They can find that they can get a decent read on whether this guy's even worth, worth going to look at. And if he is, they send a guy. If not, then there's no need. A little bit interesting fact about some Canadian baseball. I remember like every team that I played like in a, in a tournament in the summer that was like from Canada always used wood bats. They never would use metal bats. So I don't know if that, if, if they still do, if they do that in high school also, do you think like they still, they all use wooden bats in high school baseball in Canada? Just you know, I'm you sure. know how they are in Canada. They got uh, they got a <laughs> they lot of trees. Uh, maple, all that maple maple syrup. Syrup. a lot of trees. Yeah. There. <laughs> I wanted to circle back to Derek Lee because wow. Jay said so it was his, the first guy he thought of, number twenty five. <laughs> I wanted to ask you how do you spell his name? Derek yeah. Lee. Yes. Yeah. Is it spelling okay. bee time? His de- Okay, the Derek part is probably could be spelled many different ways. <laughs> You it is spelled a unique way. Yeah, if it's spelled a unique way, I'm probably gonna get it wrong. But you should exactly. probably know. Yeah, I would Derek think Lee. I would think that the normal way to spell Derek is D E R R I C K. Derek. I'd but say that's the second. That's the second. That's like that's like Sean, and like Sean. You feel me? Like, like scene? Derek. Derek I C K is like S H A U N. Yes. And but it's also S H A W N. Yeah, so that's that true. Also. But those are I like, like the third one. I actually hate the spelling of Sean being S E A N. That's not Sean. That's C-N. like I was Sean. I feel like. That's anyway, the okay, we're we're having a spelling bee. Baseball spelling. Base spelling Derek. Your word is Derek Lee. You can ask me for the country of origin. You can ask me to use it in a sentence, and you can ask me uh, how many All Star games he played in. All right. So, if that's not how you spell Derek Lee, then. It's probably D E R R I C. No K. What? Nope. That is incorrect. What is it? You are close. Anyone has Which ever is... spelled their name like <laughs> Derek with no K. Okay. I'll say this. It Derek Pardon. Remember Derek Pardon on Northwestern basketball? Jacob? Oh, yes. He spelled his name Derek. His name pronounced Derek. It was D E R E R K, I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Also, do you guys remember like 2009 first baseman Oakland A's Derek Barton? D A R I C. What? Yeah, yeah. That's like Derek. Anyway, yeah. Derek. Chase, would you like Talk another attempt job. at Derek Lee? Yes, I would. Go for it. Okay, he's looking it up because the screen Your just word flashed. is Derek Lee. He is looking it up, and <laughs> I'm going to tell him that he was wrong. The correct pronunciation D-E-R-R-E-K. is... D-E-R-R-E-K. Derek. Okay, you just okay. Spell Lee for me. Spell Lee for me. You need to get the whole name right. L-E-E. And what would you say... Like, what what, <laughs> what decade would you... Would you turn off your phone. Get off. Would yeah. you say... Off would you say he was was most prominent in well wasn't he look at me in the face i'm looking at you in the face look at the camera what 
wasn't he late wasn't he 90s early 2000s no what year did he win the world series and i only know him from when he was on the cubs that would not be late Jeez, 90s, yeah, he, he was on the because you were not a baseball fan when you were seven years old in 2010 so you don't know him. or when you were one year old in 2004 when he started playing for the cubs yeah. chase had no idea chase has never seen Derek lee play guarantee that let's I keep have... the spelling being on okay um, my, well my fit well my first my first baseball jersey was giovanni soto when he was on the cubs so what year i also have a what year is okay. that been that was he was the 2008 rookie, later, rookie of the year right yes but Derek Lee, i think 2005 because i think that was his best year but All i know right, he I won the world series in 03 this word has gone to jack your word your player is kosuke fukudome oh easy can you spell it kaya k K-O-S-U-K-E space F-U-K-U-D-O-M-E Fukudome. I think, gotta look oh, it up, I think it's an O after no. K. Wait, spell the last name again? F-U-K-U-Dome. That is correct. Fuku, is if he like Fuku owns a team, they can play the Fukudome. The Fukudome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, um, I got to think of one. Okay, Chase, oh. this is for you. Yep. Rusty Kuntz. <laughs> R-U-S-T-Y. Yes. Space. Space. Can you pronounce the... Kuntz. Can I get the country of origin? Yeah. We're going to say... Uh, Where was he born? You know, a rusty A U N T Z. Nice chase way to look it up. No, I did not look it up. Was that it? <laughs> I know you looked it up. I did not you look it just up. Just admit it and I did not look it up. Um that's very interesting though. I was gonna uh, say K-O-O-N. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say K. I, I got one. Yeah. Go for it, Jacob. I so, can anyone spell? There's no way Chase is going to get this. This was a former White Sox spin training legend. Played for several bad MLB teams. Matt Tuiasasopo. Wow. Oh, I've heard of him. Tuiasasopo. Have you heard of the story with him? Okay, I know how to spell Tui. I know how to spell Tui. How do you spell Tui? T. Oh, Okay. Okay. This isn't Tui, as in like the Tui exit. Tui this is not yeah. Tui <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay. I got this. Okay. We're going M A T T space. Good job. T U I S. No. Can you say the last name one more time? Oh, wait. Okay. T U I A S A P E O P O. Sopo, sopo. Wait, S O P O. Okay, I have to write this down. Actually, Tuiaso Sopo. Tuiaso Sopo. T U A. Isn't it T U I? T U I A. What's it? T U I A. T U I A. I A. I wrote it down because that makes me visualize it better. 
I've got T U I A S O S O P O. Correct. We have a SOPO. Very well okay. done. Um, Interesting fact about Tui Asasopo is that he hit seven home runs in 2013. His first career home run was perfectly called before the game. Actually, exactly called. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, is that the... Huh. I didn't realize that was him. I know know the clip. It was like the day of the game. And he was like, second at bat, he's going to get a 3-1 count, get a fastball, hit a home run to left field, maybe the second deck. Yeah, I remember that clip. Um, Chase, I'm going to give you one. Former, mm, you know what? We'll go with friend of the pod, Jordan Schusterman, doppelganger, Mike Fultonavich. Ooh. Well, Mike. Mike Fultonavich. Okay, Fultonavich. F. I'm going to go M-I-K-E space. Yeah. Fultonavich. I want this. I want Chase. F-O-L. T E and then Navich N I Is he red so far? No. <laughs> well, then why Tell don't me. you stop him? Yeah. Uh it's Zach, you wanna give it a shot? Okay, I'm gonna go F O C. Oh, let me write it out. There's like Jake, a C if you want to go. There. I'll go. I'll go. F O L T Y. There's a Y. That's what it is. N E W I C Z. That's right. Jacob is looking. Oh, Jacob is looking. Oh, looking. The reason I didn't want to ask Jacob because I knew he would get it. Mm. Okay. All right. I've got a really tough one. Cubs legend Rob's a Strizny. Oof. R O B. I actually think I can spell it. Z A S Zastrizny. R Z A S Zastrizny. I gotta write this down. Z A S R Y Z. Z A S T R Y Z N Y. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Got another Cubs legend. I mean, if this guy isn't a Cubs legend, I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. Matt Caesar, Chase Avery. How do you spell Matt Caesar? Don't look it up. Look me in. The, look at the camera. Close your eyes. No, it's S, it's your eyes. Matt. It's Caesar. S C Z. C. No, it is. What, what uh, is it? S. Caesar. It, it, I know it's S. Starts with an S. Is there a C after the S? Is a C after the S, but it's not directly after. The okay. S. Is it S <laughs> S Z U R? The camera, bro. S S C Z U R. No. S Z C Z Z U R. Okay, I got one for you guys. All right. Munanori Kawasaki. That's so easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'll take Munanori. a shot at it. Okay, let me write it out first. Jacob, go. M U N E N O R I space K A W A S A K I. Yes, that is correct. Munanori Kawasaki. Cowboy small. All right, we're going uh, Joe Smith. <laughs> nice. Real tough. Which one. Joe Smith? Are we talking about the NBA player who blew no. all his life savings? <laughs> no, uh, we're talking about the sidearm. sidearm reliever. 
Um, former Cub. Yeah. Does he have a World Series? Okay, I got yeah. one for you. Yeah. I got one for you. This is I, he has to. I was not on the playoff roster, but this is a real player. Boots Poffenberger. A boot bonzer. T S. Boots Poffenberger. Yeah. B o o t s. P o f f e n b e r g e r. No, it's not a U. I'm. I was gonna say E o f f e n b e r g e r. Yeah. Chase, what about Booth Bonzer? My boy. Bonzer. This might be the toughest one in the entire history of the league. Go for it. Left-handed relief legend, Mark Zepchinski. Okay. R-Z-E. First name two. First name two. Okay. M-A-R-K space. No. Oh, M-A-R-C. M-A-R-C. Yeah, that's right. Zepchinski. R C Z. No, it's just R Z. R Z E P. Yes. Is it C H? No. Zep. C Y Z. Close. C Y N. No. Chinsky. I think it's an I. There's no I. It sounds Um, Russian, but it sounds like there should be like a Y in there somewhere. Mark Mark Zepchinsky. R Z E C Y. Oh, okay. Is it P C Y Z? No. C C P. (laughs) C Y P. Letters now. No. Wait. R Z E P. C. Yes. Z. Yes. Oh. E N S K I. No. Why? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a C. I think there's a C in there. In the Just end. give us the answer. I said M A O C space O Z E P C Z Y N S K I. I knew there was oh, an ends with an I. Very interesting. That's a good. It ends in an I. That's what I said. Should that wrap it up? If you ask a hundred baseball fans how to spell that, well, eighty percent of them will say M A O K and just yeah get them get it wrong right off the bat. Chepzinski, not a single one. What team do you think of? I think of Blue Jays and like the Diamondbacks. I think of Oakland for some reason. Okay, ready? Okay, it's because I got one. 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 I'm stuck in 2016. Jared Saltalabakia. J A R O J A R R O D space S A L T A M A C C. No, 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 that's wrong. Wrong. Oh, I forgot the L. Okay. S A L T A L A M A C C H I A. Correct. Double C, really? Jared Saltoloma. Todd Stadelmeyer. T O D D space S T O. T T Y L. No, it's nope. a D. Stod S T O D. Isn't it Stottlemyre with a D? No. It's Stottlemyre? Yes. Interesting. Stottle. S T O T T L E M I Y E R. There you go. Or R E. All right. Buttercup Dickerson. I got a really good one. A really good one. Ready? Go for it. Lance Nix. 
Lance. Lance. Wait, is it Lance or Lands? Lance. Can I get the country of origin? We're Houston, talking like Texas. United States of America. Lance. Country Knicks. of Houston. L A N C E. Okay. No. L A N L A N S E. No. L A N. No. L A L A. No. L A N. No, it is L A. It is L A. L A L A S N E. Yeah. Jacob's frozen. Why I froze. L A S N E. No. L A what? Can we get the pronunciation again? His brother's name is Jason Nix, and Jason, J-A-Y-S-O-N. L-A-Y? L-A-Y is correct. N-C-E? Here's glitch. L-A-Y-N-C-E. <laughs> L-A-Y-N-C-E? That is correct. N- N-I-X. N-I-X, yes. Links. Links. Oh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so there's big news in the NL Central. If we get back to the news, you know, the Cardinals traded for Nolan Arenado, great, great third baseman. Although it seems Cardinals... like we didn't mention that, we did in fact mention that at the start of the episode. Chase mentioned it. That's true. And then we talked about Zach Veen. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, you know. I had a take earlier that the Cubs were going to win the NL Central, and I'm still standing by my take. I will stand by it until the magic number is E. But, you know, it looks like the the Cardinals are making a push for the playoffs for the division title. Yeah, I think every couple of years you're just going to trade for the best player in the NL West. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they got Goldschmidt. um, So, you know. I, it's still not a great team. It's not yeah. a World Series team at, in any way. I mean, if Jack Flaherty really steps up into that like end of 2019 Jack Flaherty, then it's definitely a playoff team. But these guys can't compete with the Dodgers if Andrew Kneisner is their starting catcher. I know I Kisner. pronounced that wrong. That's right. a good one. Wait, Jason, how do you spell Andrew Kisner? Wait, hold up. Isn't Yacht when is Yachty not coming back? I thought he was coming back. He's a free agent. Yachty is their starting catcher. It's not a playoff. It's not a world series. Still, two. yeah. But, Adam Wainwright's their number three. I guess Carlos Martinez. I was like, yeah. I was like Michaelis and Queen Kim, like Ang Young Kim. What happens if Flaherty hurts himself? I feel like people are still sleeping on the Reds, too. I mean, Reds, I feel like no. The Reds are are Reds are disastrous. I will. Why do you think so? They can't hit. First of all, they, they only hit. have. Second Nick of all, Castellanos. they don't have Trevor Bauer. Is Castellanos a free agent? Right they now? just traded their no. bullpen. They traded. They signed Archie Bradley and or no, 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 no. He's on the Phillies. They, they signed, signed Sean John Doolittle, who stinks. But they traded Rysel Iglesias and somebody else. Rysel Iglesias wasn't even that good, was he? He was closer? solid. No, he was their closer, but he would blow saves a lot. Yeah, because he was Amir on the Garrett's fantasy better, team. But Amir Garrett's not that good. He's better, though. They lost Bauer, who kind of carried them. He really did carry them to the postseason. He started 
more often than usual. Yeah, and you never know which Sonny Gray you're going to get. If it's Nick Senzel, though. I love Nick Senzel. He's not very good. He hasn't been good. He's, he's been pretty player. stanky. They got Shogo, who is not very good. They just, they really, <laughs> they had a disaster for your last year, I would say. Because Their everyone had high expectations. Their current roster is probably worse than Milwaukee's, I think. Milwaukee, I They're would also, not sleep on yeah. as well. Woodruff and Burns are... Woodruff and then Hayter and Williams? That's pretty nasty. Yeah. But... Um, you know, yeah, hitter, but yeah trouble, they but... can't hit also. So what are we saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they just got Colton Wong, not great hitter either. But <laughs> now moving Eston here is a better hitter. NL Central, worst division in Major League Baseball. NL Central is the NFC 100%. East of. It's the yeah, NFC East of the MLB. Yeah. But I will stand by. Cubs are winning division, whether it be 80 games, they win 82. Yeah. It'll be more than that. But 84, 84 why are, 86. Why, like, why are Cubs fans like so hype of them winning the division? It's not gonna, I don't They're think, not really. it's because, not going to help them in the long run. It's not gonna, I don't, th- I don't think it's because really winning the division difference. is a great sign. Because back in the 60s, winning the division meant you were in the conference championship or whatever they call okay. It. But what, ask you this. what year are we in now? Money, what year are we in making now? the playoffs? Okay, that and how much money do you okay, get for stop. making the playoffs? I'd like to know that. There's figure not what have the cubs what do the cubs have to lose right now they could either i mean they could sell the only That's thing what that they could, could be do. Issue, they well, could the sell issue is that Ooh, if they i feel like the cubs, why not get why not get try to get well they have to get rid of bryant i feel like at this point i feel like that's a must um i'm not also, gonna get anything for them they might as well keep them I mean, make a playoff run. I feel like some of those contracts, though, it would be nice to get rid of now. Like that Hayward contract right now. Why would you? I don't know why you have such a big deal. What? Nobody wants Hayward. Exactly, but like, if you could try to get rid of them, I don't know. I feel like I'm sure they have tried. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure they're not just sitting around waiting and they hear Chase say, "Oh, oh, that's a good idea." I Great idea. Trade you. It's Jed so, Lawyer. yeah, this is Jed's league. If you're listening, to this. <laughs> this is Jed's league, and the <laughs> average MPH 86 mile per hour starting rotation with Kyle Hendricks, Zach Davies, and Alec Mills, and Adbert Alzali, and uh, only they kept Quintana, Tyson Miller. <laughs> Chase, I don't know why you think Chase also thinks Jason Hayward is like the worst player on the planet for some reason. He's a great <laughs> defender and he had great he has really good years at the plate. Like he's good had leaders. okay, great but he's season. not gonna be good when they wanna be good, is what I'm saying. His contract's they gonna were be good. <laughs> They've <laughs> been good for six years. They bro. were okay, like and they, three okay, straight and they won, Yeah, great. That's wonderful. And they won only, one, they won one World Series. Everything. Only, only, oh, only Chase. one World Series. Oh, that's the goal. Stop. Yeah. I'm just. Would I'm you say just okay? Would you say okay? I know the Dodgers just won the World Series, but would you like? I guess they're in a different situation. But like they, oh, they they won ten straight division titles. Like they're. It's like when the Mets. That's are a on failure. The okay, it's like the way it's like it's like when the Mets won like, the World Series. Like in the next year, Mets no one cared because like they were. Wait, not the Mets be won the World Series. But how would you feel? Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> Chase, how would you feel if the White Sox 
make the 2021 ALCS, win the 2022 World Series, lose in, I think, seven games in the 2023 ALCS. Five games. Five. Oh, never mind. Yeah, five. 2023 ALCS and make the playoffs in 2024. I would be absolutely and, delighted with that. And I would take that. I would pay $2,000. And be at the top of the vision okay. for the entire okay. year. What I'm saying years. is, plus, let's, let's not dwell in the past. Let's look into the future right now. We're not dwelling. It's, we're reminiscing in a great <laughs> way. Let's, because I'm, millions of Cubs fans say they just need to win <laughs> one World okay. Series before we die. Cubs fans got to get out of the past right now. They got to get out of the past. Why? Why no. not? Don't be Why? like, oh. there's no reason to. Because. Why listen, do we have what? to root? You think because, I'm... Uh, Looking you think I'm excited about this year? Okay. I'd like, are you? Yeah, I'm excited actually. to watch like Nico Horner and Ian Happ. Okay. Now, <laughs> but, uh, I'm what do you think the Cubs? What makes do? me happier? What do you think? Looking the Cubs- forward to the stinky ass Cubs in 2021 or thinking of looking back at old highlights of Chris Bryant <laughs> hitting three home okay. runs off of bad Reds pitching. I will tell you <laughs> that there's nothing that makes me happier than looking at old Cubs highlights. Like I could, I could, I could watch it for hours. Mm-hmm. Just like I was watching John Lester games the other day. It was so like I get awesome goosies. So I, good. I'm getting goosies yeah. right now. Just thinking 100%. about John Lester dropping down a bunch. This is why fans. I don't like Cubs fans. Like sometimes I hate it's White Sox fans. We're great fans that care about our team. <laughs> I literally hate. <laughs> okay, right, I have to go in one minute. Like but being happy. Okay, you, you just cannot simple. let me I'm just be saying, happy. Okay, from your perspective, what do you think the Cubs need to do right now to help them get to a place where in three, three, four years, three, three to five years, where they can be have success and make a deep, deep playoff run? I'll tell you this. I, I, this is actually what I think. They should make the, the intro, the intro before games. You know, the hype deal before <laughs> games. No, I'm stop. This is actually to the twenty, what it was in 2016, Warriors mm-hmm. by Imagine Dragons. That'll yep. get me to go to Cubs game. Not that I'm not going to go to Cubs game, but <laughs> right. that will. It, I mean, like I hate like cold blooded. I hate that yeah. compared to no. You cannot uh, do perfect song as your intro song. Yeah, War, that's see, and then that's, the one, fans, that's number one. Cubs fans number dodge two, questions about what they want to nope. see in the future. I'm just telling you what. That's what he wants important. to see in the future. <laughs> you Similarly, ask me what's most White important. White Sox need to bring back the Pirates of the Caribbean intro. <laughs> yeah, there's some oh, stuff God. that needs to happen. Episode 25 of Bases Loaded. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at WNTH underscore bases loaded and on our Twitter. If you can't find that, make sure to just go on Anchor and you'll find it all. Uh, So thank you all for tuning in and have a good weekend. Loaded bases, that's my motivation. Feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas. 2018 motor transportation. Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion. My dough inflated and I'm more creative. Sight a couple big deals, but it's no parade. Just a couple n****s every generation. That wasn't supposed to make it out with the code the matrix. And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language. Reminds that they strength and all the stolen greatness. We used to is at the mobile station. Full circle, mobile motivation. My self-educated through negotiations. Got these sharks that I'm sitting at this table with afraid to bait. No 10 on my Mercedes, that's for inspiration. Two kilos on my neck like the ladies. Boy, size lost and have no my demonstration. Born and raised, y'all affiliated. It's really greatness. Riding round like I really made it. Loaded bases, I'm going Willie Mason. Yeah. Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one. Swinging for the fences for the home run. Even if 
I was sitting on my link and I start thinking Ain't gonna make a hundred mil off any tracing More than likely I'm gonna end up in somebody bracing Even worse, horse and carriage run to church Laid off in the hearse, I dealt with it I ain't just out here for my health with it I weigh the risk and the reward and sink the scale tipping Let's all get on one accord and take the world Take the money, take the power and the girls with us Can't buy that bullet that they sell They bring the drug heads in jail Look all these ways they derailed it That's why I respect me to the utmost when you see me is how I feel Cause I ain't feel I seen it coming, did not tell Different lanes, same passion for the male Switch lanes, all black, two glass cellars B12 too fast, gone Listen to my ambition cause I'm on one Swinging for the fences for the home run Even further beyond into the universe But I've got to make it to first first Feels like every second's being stolen I risk it for every ticket we sold them You got the ball, I'ma take it home Bottom line, I'm gonna make it home